Welcome to episode 14 of the A Free Spirit Life podcast. Hi there, it's Shannon, and I'm back after a long break. We had our winter break here, and I did plan to be away from the podcast for a week or two, but that just continued into about four weeks, I think. Um, I really felt a deep desire to unplug and get off Facebook and be off my phone as much as possible. And so I really cleared space so that I could be more present with the kids. We had a fabulous December and um, it's been really cold here. And so we've had a lot of fires. We've had a lot of jammy days. We built a huge puzzle. Our dog ate some pieces of it, which was um, annoying, but (laughs) we finished it. 500 piece puzzle that was pretty hard. And um, it was a magical holiday season, truly. My kids are at the prime age nine, seven, and four, where they just truly believe in magic. And they just um, were full of joy. And so our holidays were full of joy. And I'm slowly getting back into the swing of things. They started back at school yesterday. And um, I felt myself kind of resisting that break was over. Uh, but now that we're into the swing of the routine, it does feel nice. It feels nice to see everyone kind of going back into their their days and returning home for some more fireplace and snuggle time. So today's show, I wanted to talk to you about now that we're into a new year, 2018, you know, this is the time where we can be mindful of what's working in our life and and what we'd like to change. And what I see out there in our culture is, you know, the New Year's resolutions or the New Year's goals, we, we tend to continually set ourselves up for complete and utter failure by about January 15th, right? You know, we're, we're, we're gung-ho, we're pumped, we're going to lose 10 pounds, we're going to go to the gym every day, we're going to do whatever it takes to push through um, our goals to make them happen. And there's a lot of hype about that. And what's so interesting to me is that here we are, if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, you are in winter. And especially if you live in a cold place, um, it's been like 16 degrees here. It's been zero degrees here. It's been freezing here. And the last thing I want to do is, you know, drive in the dark of the morning or the night to a gym and push myself um, to this goal that I'm going to fail in about 10 days. And I hate to sound like a Debbie Downer here, but what I'm trying to illustrate is that this time of year is a time to go within. It's a time for deep self-reflection. It's a time for observation. Uh, We want to stay in. We want jammy days for a reason. We want comfort food for a reason. We want to stay by the fire and, and stay warm. This is our time to retreat. This is our time to go within. And so can we set goals? Absolutely. Can we change our life this time of year? Yes. Can we have some New Year's resolutions and clarity about our future? 100%. That's what we're going to talk about today. This show is about how you can create 
clarity in your life for 2018. I'm going to share three tips to help you find that clarity. And I'm also going to talk today about creating a vision board. You hear it all the time. You've heard it for years, these vision boards that people create. You see people cutting out magazines and And I'm sure you've heard a lot about it, but do you really know what a vision board is? Do you really know how to create one for yourself? Do you really um, understand the power of a vision board? We're going to talk about that today in the show as well. So what I like to do in January, rather than drive myself to the daily gym exercise routine, is I like to use this as a time to clear clutter, to clear mental clutter, to clear physical clutter, to clear emotional clutter. So what does that mean? That means that this is a time to journal, to get quiet, to look within, to really get an understanding of what is going well in your life, what is needing your attention Where do you feel cloudy, unclear, cluttered? And how can you start clearing and making space for these new beginnings that will slowly start to emerge in February, in March, in April, and through the summer? Those are our more action-oriented times, but right now, we have to prepare. We have to create strong soil so that we can plant seeds for new beginnings. And so think of this time of year as you are preparing your resolutions or goals or intentions for 2018. Look at where you can clear clutter. And yes, get those trash bags out. Start donating the things you no longer need. Go through your drawers. Go through your closets. You just probably got a lot of new gifts and you know stuff that you might be feeling a little overwhelmed by, especially if you have kids and toys and all that kind of stuff. So this is your month to clear, to donate, to get rid of, to open space for the new beginnings that are ready to manifest in your life. When you clear your physical space, whether it's your bedroom, your drawers, your car, your kitchen, your refrigerator, when you clear that stuff and get a sense of where, where what you have and um, what you need, then you can be more certain that the the intention that you're going to set for this new year is true. It's more aligned with who you are. It's not aligned with what you think other people are doing, what you think other um, people expect of you, but it truly is connected to your heart, to your um, deep desires, to your path. And so what I mean by that is, here's my real life example. So my dear friend texted me a couple weeks ago, asked if I wanted to do the Whole30 diet with her. And um, for those of you who don't know what that is, I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. And basically, it's an elimination diet. It's really about returning to whole foods and recognizing your relationship with food, how you feel, how you don't feel on certain things. And you can do it for 30 days. 
And when I first saw the text, my uh, initial reaction was like, oh my God, this, uh, this is another thing I have to think about. I don't know if I can do it. And I had to sit with it. I couldn't just decide that that was the thing that I was going to do this month. Then I actually wrote about it and I was, you know, writing about the past year and I was writing about what I want to see for my future, what I want to see for this next year, what was my own um, goals and intentions and, and, and vision for this new year. And as I started to reflect on that and I started to think about this program with my friend, it all started feeling really right. And I'm talking it felt right in my body. My body was saying, yes, this is something that you need. This is something to try. This is something to do together. And I've already been um, experimenting with eliminating things. I've done that several times in the past. No dairy or no gluten. I'm already a vegetarian. So there's certain things that I'm used to eliminating from my diet. So this didn't seem like a huge stretch for me. And it's also very much in the direction of what where I want to go with my health. So this makes sense to me on putting some attention to my food right here, right now. So let's get back to you. What do you feel needs the most attention in your life? And if you're feeling like you're not sure, here are three suggestions on finding that clarity so that you feel like you're walking down the right path and that you have a more clear understanding of where you're going. Tip number one, create space for stillness. <laughs> you listened to my last podcasts, you know that I say this often, and most of the time I get eye, eye rolls, so I get it, but um, I think we all understand that we live in a super fast-paced world, and our plates are heavy. Every time I talk to somebody, it's about not having enough time, not having enough sleep, not having enough um, uh, time to breathe, think, to do the things that you enjoy doing because you're so wrapped up and caught up in the overwhelm and stress of daily life. And so it is a practice um, to slow down, to do less, to let go of having the perfectly clean home, to let go of um, whatever it is that you feel you're trying to accomplish in one day's time, there are probably 50 things that you need to let go of. And yes, there are essentials. There are mouths to feed. There are bills to pay. And there are, within that are probably worries that we could eliminate. There are probably... Um, uh, distractions that we could take away. Maybe we could watch less TV. Maybe we could stop reading the news, uh, newspaper or watching the news so often. Maybe we could stop talking to those toxic people at work. Maybe we could um, read an inspiring book instead of scroll Facebook. Whatever it is, there are choices that we can make to let go of some things that are causing us to feel distracted. And when you let go of those things, you can find space for stillness. And I'm talking two minutes a day. Sit, do nothing. You can make a cup of tea and just sit there and drink it. You could look out the window. You could walk. But you're not doing anything else that's distracting you from simply being in the moment, 
It is a practice in presence. And when you practice living more presently, you feel more mindful in your choices. You feel more clear in your direction. You feel more connected. You feel um, conscious. You feel aware of what's going on and what's in front of you. And that helps you become more aware of the thoughts you're thinking, the ones that serve you and the ones that don't, the actions you're taking, the ones that you don't take or the ones that you do, the way you're feeling in your body and what it's connected to. You become more self-aware. And with this self-awareness, you get a clear vision of your path, of your future. You may not know how those things are going to happen, but you can see what you want in your life. And seeing that vision is the clarity and the power that you need to walk down the right path. The path may still have a lot of weeds on it. The path may still look really dark and unknown and unclear and scary, but you at least understand what path you need to take to get to where you want to go. And the only way you can do that with clear intention, with peace in your heart, is to give yourself the gift of stillness each day. Sit quietly, do nothing, step into the present moment, step out of your head, feel your heart, and simply become aware of your life. Become aware of your thoughts. Become aware of how you feel. Become an observer of your life. And you will start to feel this channel opening up in you. These messages, these quiet voices, these inner nudgings, this intuition, this creativity, this new idea, this new dream that you'd never dreamt before, these will start to come in the quiet space. Give yourself the gift of stillness. You can do it right before you get up out of bed every morning. Sit and simply observe how you feel. You could do it right before you go to sleep. That's what I do. I meditate before I go to bed. I have a meditation cushion. I sit down. I close my eyes. Sometimes I listen to a guided meditation. Sometimes I just sit in silence. And you don't have to be a meditator, but this is the starting point for you. If you meditate, do that. It is so powerful to finding clarity and peace. So sit in stillness, 30 seconds, maybe two minutes, maybe five or 10 each and every day. And if you can, be consistent, do it the same time every day. And you'll start to see this new, beautiful habit forming in your life. Tip number two, get a journal. Use it as your friend. Dump in that journal. Get your pen to paper. Get those swirling thoughts that wake you up at night on to paper. You've got to get them out of your head. And when you put them down, not only do you give them a place to go, you feel a little more calm and peace, 
but you start to become more aware of the repetitive thoughts, the repetitive worries, the repetitive patterns that are happening in your life. And it gives you a clear understanding of what needs to change. So we're doing this in the Live Freely Circle right now. We're journaling and we're finding our power word for 2018. That's that word, that theme, that mantra, that inner calling that's guiding you this next year, that's going to guide you on your path so that when you fall off the path, what's that power word or phrase or symbol that's going to bring you back to that path, that's going to remind you how to get there? That's what we're discovering right now through the art and practice of journaling. So get your thoughts on paper and give them a place to go. Tip number three, play. Lighten up, have some fun in your life. We can get so serious about our goals. We wanna lose 10 pounds. We wanna eat a clean diet. We want you know, to um, have a thriving business. We want to make more money by this date. Great, those are all amazing things to strive for, but sometimes in our striving, we miss the living. We miss the joy in our children's eyes. We miss looking at our partner when they speak to us. We miss trying something new, taking a risk. We miss curiosity. We miss the sense of adventure. We miss joy, we miss dancing, we miss laughter because we're so stuck in the doing and the pushing and the striving and the forcing and the making things happen. We need both. Allow yourself in all of this setting intentions and getting clear about what you need and creating your vision to then be spontaneous. Let life guide you. Let your joy take you to the next step. Because, man, life is meant to be lived and loved and enjoyed. Is it a struggle? Of course. We have challenges. We have things that hit us hard in life that knocks, knocks us down. But there is still beauty. There is still something in your life to be grateful for. There is still something to celebrate. So what are you celebrating and what uh, can you do to lighten up? Where is your call to joy today? And um, why don't you walk forward today and when something feels like a problem or a challenge or you feel yourself highlighting what isn't working in your life, Shift your focus and see it as an opportunity for play. See it as an opportunity to stay curious. See it as your moment of being grateful. Could you even be grateful for the challenge? As you continue on your journey this new year, my hope for you is that you find clarity, that you find an inner sense of confidence and courage, that you feel more connected to your calling, to your path, to the path that is right for you, that is in line with who you are and where you're going next. 
And circling back to vision boards, a vision board is putting images and words to paper that um, symbolize how you feel and what you see for your future. It is a powerful practice because it's taking what you feel inside and what you dream about and what you long for and it's taking it out of your head and heart and it's putting it to form and it's putting it in a form that you can see over and over and over again and it's that daily reminder of what you want to see in your life how you want to feel and where you're going that help you stay focused. That is the power of a vision board. That's the power of doing the self-discovery work. You continue down a path that you may not know where it takes you. You may not know how you're gonna get to where you're going, but you know that you're on the right path. You know that you're on a path that's more in, in line and true to who you are and what you're here to share with the world. More importantly, you feel better. You feel more inspired. You feel excited about your life. You feel intentional. And then you can let all those other distractions, all those other things that sound interesting but probably are taking you away from your vision, you can let them go. They're not on your vision board. They're not in your journal. They don't have to be there. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Create space for a more clear, intentional, mindful future. So take the time for stillness. Take the time to journal. Take the time to play and lighten up. And take the time to have fun making a vision board of your own. And let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear more about the power of vision boards in your life. If you want more guidance in the area of setting intentions, living a conscious life, creating a vision for 2018, finding your power word, you can still join my Live Freely Circle. It's an online monthly membership. It's a guidance support group where we dive deeply into our creativity, where we rediscover who we are, where we uncover new dreams, and where we find the courage to manifest them. We do this with support, with coaching, with creative exercises, with writing, with a sense of community who supports you and surrounds you with deep compassion. It's an awesome opportunity for those of you who are longing for consistency, who want deeply to make 2018 your year to shine. You can go to my website, afreespiritlife.com, and click on the Live Freely Circle. Read more about it, and if it speaks to you, you can join for just the month of January. It's only $50, or you can join for a three-month membership, or if you want to join monthly, it's $37. So you can cancel at any time. But if you're curious, I really invite you to follow that curiosity and give it a try today. I am grateful for you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I promise to be more consistent with you 
as we move into 2018. And if you have not already, go back and listen to my past shows. And I also host the Mindful Mama Movement podcast. You can look us up anywhere that you listen to podcasts as well. Take good care, my friend. And if you like the show today, go to iTunes and leave me a review. That's going to help me find more listeners and it's going to help us expand the show as we grow our following. So please stop by, rate my show, leave a review. And of course, you can always email me to Shannon at a free spirit life.com. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you soon. Place.